welcome to Sugar Free TV. And today I'm so excited. Um, Luke, I can't wait for today's episode because um, we are joined by Karina Donahue from the London Baker.com. And we're just so excited to talk to you, uh, Karina. So uh, it's lovely to, to, to have you here and welcome to Sugar Free TV. Welcome to Sweet Liberation, living the sweet life without sugar. Join us as we explore a world of sweetness beyond sugar where health meets flavor. I'm Nabila Fals Gutierrez. And I'm Luke Goddard. We're on a mission to break free from the sugar trap and show you how sweet life can be. Uncover science, stories, and secrets for a rewarding sugar-free lifestyle. Meet experts and entrepreneurs who've embraced sweet liberation. Discover benefits, success stories, and wellness while chasing dreams. Embrace sweet liberation. Let's begin. Thank you very much and thank you for, for inviting me. It's an absolute pleasure to be here and I think the work you're doing is absolutely fantastic and I can't wait to get involved as, as much as I can. It's, it's an absolutely fantastic initiative. Fan, oh, brilliant. Well, uh, Luke, I, I can't wait to get talking about all the amazing food that Corinna is. <laughs> Yeah, well, the foods are amazing, and you know, and the thing is, as uh, you know, as you can tell us, Karina, about them. I mean, the, you know, you're not losing the taste and the, the you know, and the uh, uh, from what you've actually put in, and that's the thing that's so exciting yeah. is actually not doing that, and and maybe as well, we can talk about some of the challenges you feel that people are facing as well. Yeah. No, a transition, yeah. Brilliant. So let's start from the beginning, Karina. So tell us uh, about your story. Like, what made you? Um, you are not just a sugar-free uh, baker, but also gluten-free um, and keto baker. So tell us a bit about your backstory. How did you get into this, and how did you kind of wake up to being sugar-free? I, well, I've been sugar-free for for many, many years. I don't know exactly how it started, but what I remember is how I felt when I when I started eliminating sugar from my diet and I started feeling more energetic and and less sleepy and I, I got a, a better quality of life overall. So um, a couple of years ago, um, I was looking, I I'd been following a ketogenic diet on and off for years. I was looking for a ketogenic compliant um, breads or cake. Um, I was, I think, getting a bit sick of just having steak and broccoli every day for breakfast, lunch and dinner. So I was looking for the old foods that I used to eat before um, I, I uh, um, started following a ketogenic lifestyle and I couldn't find them in supermarkets in the in the UK. There are a lot of um, low carb breads and cakes, but they use gluten or they use a sugar replacement that's not quite keto or they use yeast or, or other uh, nasty ingredients. And I wanted a, a, a clean breads or a clean cake mix that I can bake at home and not regret eating it um, afterwards. So um, I got myself a large bag of, a bag of flaxseed <laughs> and a large bag of erythritol and I started baking in my own kitchen. And I got to a point where I thought my recipes were, were good and if I uh, couldn't find similar products in the supermarkets in the UK, there's no way I'm the only I'm the only one in the UK who can't find them. So I thought maybe it's worth marketing them and see if there's any demands um, for them out there. And that's how how Keto Baker London started uh, really. So we've been trading for uh, a bit over a year, and it's been going from from strength to strength. And we've been getting really good feedback from um, 
customers and, and quite a few repeat customers um, who, who really like our breads and they, they feel the benefit of, of eating flax seeds and over wheat flour and, and reducing, reducing sugar or eliminating sugar altogether from their diet and eating um, sugar replacements like enriched chori is what we use in our um, cake mixes. Um, and in, I think the, the, the biggest challenge has, so far has been educating people, not necessarily as to the benefits of a, of a sugar-free lifestyle, because everyone, I think, knows on some level that sugar is bad for you, you should reduce it or eliminate it, but more to the idea that if you give up sugar, you don't have to give up cake. You don't have to give up uh, desserts or treats. You can still have sugarless uh, cakes that um, we use a sugar replacement. You don't lose the taste at all. You don't lose the texture. You just um, eliminate all the the, the nasty um, kind of side effects of of eating sugar in the in the long term, not necessarily only in the long term, in the short term as well. Um, so yeah, I think that the biggest challenge is, is educating the, the wider public as to the benefits of a, of a sugar free and lifestyle. I, I, I try not to call it a diet because the diet has a very kind of limited uh, time span. And it's something that you do and then you stop doing it and then you, you, you go back to your old habits. So it's more it's more of a lifestyle. It's something that you need to change and, and keep at us um, going forward. Yeah, couldn't agree more. I mean, it is like music to my ears. <laughs> Everything you're saying is fantastic. Well, because the, the other thing I was going to say about that as well that's really key is that you can introduce it slowly, which is very different because the thing about a diet is that something that there's a there's that cutover point with the diet, isn't it? It's sort of like I'm going from my old habit to my new. There's a lot of pain associated with dieting, what you're going to not have. Whereas we see this, and I'm, I expect you agree that we see this as a, a very good stepping stone for people because you can have your sweet treats uh, without feeling, you know, without any guilt. And you can obviously change those things and introduce them slowly. So it's not, it can be a gradual process, which is what we found. Um, and I've certainly found that with with uh, my use of erythritol is it's that gradual introduction of it and weaning yourself off the sugar very, you know, in a controlled manner, which makes it a lot easier for people. Yeah, oh, absolutely. And the, the, the good thing about erythritol is that it tastes exactly like sugar. It has the same consistency. It bakes exactly like sugar. Um, you can make, um, you know, buttercream icing with us uh, for your cakes. You can use it in tea and coffee and, and all sorts. So for instance, I, I don't use sugar at home. I have two small children and whenever we bake, we use uh, sugar replacement and they can't tell the difference. So they have, I can't control everything they eat. So when they are in school, the school canteen bakes with sugar, traditional cakes. When they go to birthday parties, they have traditional cakes with, with um, I say traditional, just, it was considered to be uh, a kind of traditional cakes with, with sugar and and, and uh, wheat flour. But when we bake at home, we use the vegetable and they can't tell the difference. And they, they like them, they like them equally. So it's not something, it's not an, uh, an acquired taste, the vegetable. It's, it's a simple change you can make um, in, in on your grocery um, um uh, list and it doesn't have to change the way you bake or the way you eat at home and you can still have the exact same same bakes as before but just make slightly different i found also um talking about children i mean we're very keen to we, we started a sort of a sugar-free schools campaign and one of the things that uh, i did is i spoke to my son's school and they actually started making cakes for the children uh, and making cookies 
and using, you know, basically I took the zucker into them, the erythritoin, and they started, they're saying to the children, you know, let's start baking with this. And also what I found with my son is that his attention during school was increased because he wasn't getting a sugar high from, you know, having sugar on cereal in the morning and then having a sugar low at 10.30 in the morning and then uh, not being able to concentrate. So there's massive benefits for ch children avoiding sugar and not having the blood sugar problem as well as human, oh, humans, adults, as well as adults, you know, so yeah. <laughs> Sometimes they can make us feel like yeah, really <laughs> I mean, uh, the thing is, I, I mean, one of the things, it's just a mind-boggling, isn't it, Karina? I don't know if you find it's mind-boggling, but these ingredients that you're talking about, they're not new, are they? They're not new. They have been around for decades, including erythritol. We have got our brand of organic erythritol, uh, you know, which is Zucker, completely organic. So we're very passionate about sustainable and, uh, and you know, environment and, and uh, you know, sustainable farming practices. So that's why we, we've got one of the only ones in the UK. We're one of the only um, um, organic um, suppliers of erythritol in the UK. So, but, you know, this isn't a new product. It's not a new, it's not a new ingredient. It's been around for decades. And so you just wonder, why are we eating sugar then? You know, it, it's sort of when you start uncovering it. I mean, how does it make you feel when you when you look at the bigger picture and you see people's health? Like, how do you feel about that? I mean, we eat. I think we eat things that are, you know, advertised to us. Things that we see everywhere, and uh, you know, the large um, sugar bees or 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 uh, other types of sugar manufacturers spend a lot of money on on advertisements and. Of course, they are going to embellish about that, the benefits and, and the taste. And I think they, they can't say much about the benefits of sugar over a sugar replacement. But what I can say is that nothing tastes quite like sugar, which, which, is, which is not uh, true. Um, and I think it, it goes back to an earlier point that we, we need the public needs to be educated um, about the benefits of a sugar replacement because the there is a... And maybe not necessarily a misconception, but um, people think that sugar replacement is only for um, diabetic patients and only they are the ones who don't eat sugar and that other than that sugar is fine for, for everyone to eat. Um, and yeah, it, it's it's maybe just a matter of of, of getting out there and, and, uh, and telling the public that, you know, Tate and Lila not necessarily uh, <laughs> don't don't have their their best uh, interest at heart and 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 promoting uh, a sugar replacement and put, putting uh, I guess some you know some hard work behind uh, and and some money behind the advertisements of uh, of sugar replacement. Yeah, absolutely, and and, um, and campaigning and educating people. I had this um, comment yesterday um, on one of our social media channels, and it it just blew my mind. But I realized you know, how deep this problem is. Somebody challenged, uh, I would put it, you know, put a post saying, you know, we don't need sugar anymore, et cetera. And um, kind of educational post. And the person said, why would we need to replace sugar? Sugar is fine to eat and it's safe. And I'm thinking, you know, obviously we are well informed on the, the, the consequences, but there are so many, that sort of opened my mind to how misinformed people are on, they just think it's, 
it's fine to eat sugar. Um, and, and we've had to tailor some of our things to make sure that we mention excessive sugar because, you know, there is a, was a little bit of backlash about people saying, well, sugar, but actually there is no benefit to having any sugar in our diet from there is zero benefit and so many benefits to not having any sugar at all i mean how long have you been sugar free now oh many many years i've i've lost count and i'd say maybe not quite 10 years but oh, but well, close 10 years yeah um yeah i i think that the the general perception um when it comes to to dieting of lifestyle of people is that you can have everything you want in moderation and maybe there's a matter of, of uh, maybe reframing um, and saying, well, this is sugar. It's just better sugar. It's a sugar that's better for you. Um, because the idea of having no sugar, everyone thinks like, oh, I can't live without sugar. Yeah. I need sugar in my life. And no, you don't. So maybe in, instead of calling a natural a sugar replacement, we can call it a better sugar. It's a yeah. sugar that's better for you. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Which is why we come up with our brand name, which is Zupcom, you know, which yeah. actually... It, it's it, it's actually the name for sugar in in some languages in German zucker is is yep. sugar and also in Arabic. <laughs> so so uh, you know we kind of kind of had very much very aligned in that vision, weren't we, Luke? In terms of creating something which was very mainstream. Yes, yes, and in one, in fun, funnily enough, actually, in the video, one of your uh, uh, videos that you've done, that I think was out on uh, it might have been TikTok. You say. You know, it, it's it, you know, it's it's pretty much the same as sugar, but it's not sugar, and it, it, it is literally like that. You know, it's, it, people need to experience it. I think. Yes, yeah. yeah. It's sugar without the sugar. Without the sugar. And then without the yeah negativity, without the negativity, yeah, without the downsides, basically. Exactly, exactly. So we're like, so how do you see, um, you know, your vision? What is your vision for your brand and like your mission? kind of have you got a plan and what do you see coming next for you in your in your business um yeah like similar to you we we want to become um mainstream we want uh when people think about ketogenic bread to, to think keto baker london this is the, the the one and only the one that we need um and we have been growing quite steadily over the last year we are supplying quite a few um, independent stores in London, across the UK, um, some outside of the UK, in, in Scandinavia in particular. Um, I think our biggest um, step forward would be to break into one of the supermarket chains. And it is it is not, it, well, it is harder than we thought. And it's mainly because the, uh, the buyers are not going back to education as well educated about uh, the ketogenic diet or or a sugar-free diet as we we want them to be um so i think before we we approach them with um moqs and and um other other uh, price lists we need to approach them with um a, a deck of why why ketogenic diet is better and uh, why a sugar-free life is 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 better for you than than uh, the the diets that we, we we currently follow in 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 the West. So we need to tell them first that you know the benefits of of, of sugar-free before we can that we can sell them the the products that we produce, which are sugar-free. Yeah. Um. I I think it it is it is going to change. It's very early days for the sugar-free um industry, but looking and drawing parallels to 
the plant-based uh, milks. This, this wasn't a thing five, 10 years ago. And look at that now and how many milk alternatives there are on the market. I remember maybe, you know, seven, eight years ago, I think almond milk was the only milk or soya milk was the only milk that you would get as an alternative to dairy milk. And look how many options there are now and how well um, that, that side of the market has done. So I think there, there's a similar trend for, for um, um, sugar replacements or better sugars uh, than the traditional sugar that's available um, everywhere. Yeah, amazing. Well, that's the same with the, some of the other the sugar replacements that are for sale in the supermarkets. They're not particularly good options, some of them. I mean, you know, a lot of people complain to us about the taste of stevia uh, and obviously some of the other things, the candorels and things. They're not they're not really a, a sugar replacement. I mean, they're an alternative, but they're not a replacement. The thing that is interesting actually talking about the supermarkets is that one of the things that uh, the buyers, I think, within the supermarkets need to get on board with is that education. And the thing that uh, is key is that uh, I know Tesco did a study and they said that 70% of their customers want help with becoming healthier. Well, that, if you know, with that message back to the buyers and saying, well, this is what we're doing to help people become healthier and this is where it fits. One of the things I think that the supermarkets also have probably, and the buyers are probably um, a little bit uh, blocked by, is they've got this free-from range uh, that, that a lot of the supermarkets have. And some of the products within there are a little bit uh, tasteless. Yeah. Uh, and that is one of the things that, you, that potentially, I would say, is a, a, a challenge. Because if that line isn't selling particularly well, and they're thinking, oh, well, this is more of the same line, and that's the thing that they've got to move away from is that actually there isn't a taste compromise with, you know, with what you're with what you're doing just because it's called keto, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I think that the, the free from uh, bucket, everything that no one really understood got thrown into the free from uh, bucket. So whether that is free from gluten or free from um, sugar or free from. And I think initially when these free from ranges came to market, they were not necessarily an an alternative to traditional products, but more a box ticking exercise of having something that wasn't bread or having something that wasn't sugar. So there wasn't that much thought put behind it and that much research and, and work as to the benefits of the ingredients that were making up those uh, those products. And that that has, has evolved um, since the first free from products uh, hit the supermarket uh, shelves. But the, the problem is that the, the buyer's perception and, um, and the, 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 the education, the, their knowledge hasn't evolved that much. And so they've, they've tried this free from product 10 years ago and they thought, oh, that's disgusting. I'm not going to touch it. And although that has changed massively and is changing at such a rapid pace, the buyer is still um, influenced by that, that taste from 10 years ago. Yes. Um, yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. They're outdated. It's very outdated, and uh, they haven't certainly kept up. Um, and uh, you know, you only need, I say, a pair of eyes to see what's happening in our population. Uh, you don't need a study or uh, statistics from the government. I, I'm a research nurse background, and also a midwife. I don't, I don't need to go and look at the statistics. I have a pair of eyes to take a look at what's happening to our children and our adults. 
Um, so, so yeah, I think this is, uh, we, we, you certainly are revolutionary. It's, uh, it's great to talk to a fellow, a fellow comrade in this revolution, because we are, we're going to be making, making some noise. I think it's the only way that, that we can educate people. Um, and so uh, what do you think about, um, um, a lot of the kind of, uh, the, the TV baking that's happening and the amount of sugar that they're promoting and that as well? I mean, how do, do you feel when you're watching the, the the baking programs can you watch them without having a reaction about the sugar <laughs> i do i i find them entertaining um and i i do replicate all of their bakes at home but without without um sugar uh with well with with a red stroll or, or a sugar replacement um i thought a couple of years ago uh, uh the great british bake-off were moving towards a a free from or an alternative week and they used to have i remember maybe when they were still with the bbc um a baking week, which was alternative flours or alternative ingredients. And I remember vaguely there were some people that were, they were baking with um, sugar replacements or without sugar or without a wheat flour. Uh, but it seems to have gotten rid of that now. It, it would be very interesting if they could move um, a bit more towards healthy bakes. Um, and I, I know that Prue always says that, you know, if it's something that tastes really good, it's definitely worth the calories. I'm not sure I agree. I don't think anything is worth the calories and nothing is, is worth the the um, kind of long-term detrimental um, effects that they, they have on, on, on your on your body and on your life, uh, on your quality of life um, uh, later on. Um, yeah, I, I, would, I would very much like to see the Great British Bake Off having, having a, 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 at least a week of the 10 weeks um, they're having the tent where they use alternative flowers or sugar replacements or just alternative bakes just to show to the, to the wider public that it is possible to bake a tasty cake with, uh, without sugar. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's it's five times more addictive than uh, crack cocaine, something like that, you know. And it hits that dopamine center for them to say, "Oh, it's uh, you know, uh, it's worth it." And you just think, "Well, no, not if it's killing people." But <laughs> just, you don't associate it because you know it's a slow death, really, isn't it? It takes years and years to get the disease. You don't see it straight away. Um, and so, you know, people are very short-sighted. I think uh, we do need a bit of a revolution to change people's thinking. Yeah, I could see Luke nodding away. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, so what, in terms of uh, uh, kind of uh, actionable things, because we love to kind of uh, pick your brains as well. Um, have you, I mean, first of all, before I get to that, have you converted a lot of your friends and family to this way of eating? Have you managed to do that apart from your kids? Yeah, well, absolutely. My family, uh, yes, they, funny enough, they, they like the breads um, and not just as a, as a low carb alternative, just as, as the bread. So my, my um, husband's family is originally from um, Ireland and mine is from Romania and both Ireland and Romania do East free uh, breads, quite like dense, like soda bread. And uh, Romanians have a similar uh, a bread similar to rye bread, so they quite like the consistency of a bread without um, gluten, without wheat, and without uh, without yeast. So it, it's been doing quite well um, in our family. <laughs> and our friends, yeah, some some of them are easier to persuade, um, some of them uh, less so. But we are not giving up anyway. And whenever we have dinner parties, we we, we cook our food with uh, without sugar and without. Um, without uh, gluten and they uh, can't uh, tell the difference. So that's success. <laughs> <laughs> 
topic. Fantastic. And so um, we, I think we, we normally end, don't we, Luke, with asking our guests kind of if you have any top tips and advice for people that want to start this journey because this channel is about having um, intelligent conversations uh, and kind of getting the message out there. But if you had some tip, top tips for somebody who's thinking about starting this sugar-free journey, what what would you what would you tell them? I would tell them not to be afraid to start a sugar-free journey because there are they would be surprised once they look into it how many products there are without sugar that are are tasty. So if people think that oh I can't give up sugar because I like cake with 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 my tea. That's fine. You can still have cake with your tea. It will actually be even better than than your old cake. Oh, I I can't uh, give up uh, breads because I I like bread. I can't give up sandwiches if I go on a diet. You don't have to just replace little things in your life. You don't have giving up sugar. That that doesn't mean giving up certain foods that you eat. You just you just adjust them to to a, a sugar free life. So. It's not, a, it's not at all about giving up. It's about swapping things around. You can still have all the, all the foods that you, you enjoy, um, but with a twist. And what's wrong with that if it's, it's, if it's better for you in the, long, in the long run? And start, what would you start people on? Would you start people on, the, uh, on, on your bread? Is that the first, where would, you, where would you say is the first thing for people to go and grab as a, as a startup? Do you think the bread's the key or is it, you think... Uh, I think that the bread, the bread is the key. Well, in in our case anyway, but it depends what um what it is that you like. So my my husband likes bread and and pizza, and he likes sandwiches. So for him, bread. I I'm very happy to. I'm very happy about bread for a few days. Um, but I quite like something sweet. I have a, a sweet tooth, so I like a, a bit of cake. So we do these uh, uh lovely mug um uh, cakes, which are microwavable. So they are so easy to make. Um, the chocolate one in particular, if you microwave for like 10 seconds less than, than it says on the back of the packet, you get like a, a, a lava cake and it's absolutely amazing. It's two and a half minutes in the oven, no sugar whatsoever, no gluten. Um, so I'm, I'm more of a, of, a, of a cake person. So the cakes would be the go-to uh, product for me. But um, I'd say the, the majority of people out there uh, would probably be bread. Bread is one that, that people find the most difficult to, to give up in general when they go on diets, whether that is a a keto diet or I don't know, uh, Weight Watchers or any other any mainstream diet. So, yeah, bread okay. probably in the good product. In the start, okay, yes. Well, the cakes sound amazing. I mean, I think that's. I think <laughs> I think if you're thinking about going sugar free, because a lot of people, I don't think they've quite grasped the fact that there's a lot of sugar in things like white bread. Mm-hmm. So anything that you know, whether it's uh, any of those sorts of products, bagels and what and white bread, and they they're not really thinking that's a sugar. That's just oh yeah, that's just starch. That's not a sugar. And of course, they're not. That's an educational point, certainly for people. But you know, I think yeah, if if people are thinking of going sugar free, then I also I quite like the idea of introducing people to us, as you say, a microwavable cake that you can have in a couple of minutes. I mean, that's a great place to start. You know, how easy is that? You know, and so yeah, that I think is a, a big win, certainly for a, a sort of a dad like me that wants to knock up a quick cake in a cup. That would be that would be probably the first thing I would I would want to go for. So. That's my bit. <laughs> yeah, fantastic. Well, it's been such a pleasure, Karina, to yeah. have you. And um, 
yeah, we hope that we get to meet you in person and that this won't be the last time that we meet like this and that we'll have you back on the show, Sugar Free TV. And, uh, and it's been a, a real pleasure and we'll post a link to, uh, to your website so people can have a look and, um, and yeah, wish you massive success um, and, you know, and joining forces with us in this sweet revolution so that we can, you know, really get get things stirred up out there and uh, and get people you know we may we may succeed in saving people's lives and that's something you know right. that, that a lot of people going into business don't consider that the positive impact that they could have so it it's wonderful to meet other other like-minded um, entrepreneurs like yourself and wish you all the success and look forward to having you back on our show again soon Great. Thank you very much. It's it, It's been a, a, an absolute pleasure. And yes, I look forward to coming back, um, well, in the next few months and see how we how we get on. Perhaps, perhaps we can bake something together. That would be great. Oh, yeah, that would be fantastic. Yes. Brilliant. 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 Oh, thank you so much, Karina. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for joining us on this sweet journey. Stay inspired and sugar-free. Tune in for more sweet liberation insights. Until next time, live sweetly and stay liberated. <laughs>